Hey guys, welcome back to Two Girls in a Podcast. I'm your co-host Katie. And I'm Jen. And today we are actually three girls in a podcast. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> three, three, three girls and a man. <laughs> three girls interviewing Mike. Yes. Uh, yeah, so Nikki joins us again. Um, and everybody knows our good friend Mike Stack. He's been on one of our previous episodes and he's fantastic. So, um, today we're going to talk about some paranormal experiences. Um, unfortunately, I'm not one that can fall in that category. I've never had an, an experience, and I really don't want to. <laughs> um, but they have experiences. So, we're going to um, ask Mike questions and maybe hear a story from Nikki on her, if she's okay doing yeah. that. So, yeah. So, um, but I know because you work for. Uh, Oh, oh my gosh, I can't think funeral of that. A funeral home. Thank you. Um, you work for a funeral home, so you probably have some pretty significant experiences just working there. Yeah, nothing evil. Well, that's good. Yeah. I wish that on nobody. Everything has been pretty much um, a little bit alarming for the fact that normally people don't witness this stuff, but there's never been anything evil where anybody's been afraid for their safety, but it's just been very strange things. Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> Me, if it happened, um, I'm, I'm really uh, not nervous about that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, if it came in my house or if something, it, it's just really, like I said, even just when we interviewed the first time, it's just second nature. It probably wouldn't freak me out. Okay. Yeah. I guess when you get used to it, it wouldn't yeah, freak you yeah. out anymore. So. I, where I live, it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's the noises I hear at night and things like that. I don't even think twice. I don't even open my eyes half the time. So that's really numbed me. Yeah. Yeah. Death and <laughs> scary, scary sounds, something that really numbed me uh, to all that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, do you get experiences at your home as well, or just... No, but I do keep on, I have uh, four cameras in my house and they're all infrared. Uh huh. So I just like to know what's going on. And uh, sometimes at night I'll look through my phone and see thousands of orbs. Oh, wow. And that's what we have at the funeral home. So we always like to see there's these huge orbs that fly through the air. And if sometimes you sit in that room, you can see the orbs. If we're sitting in the office watching the camera, you can see the orbs actually hovering over someone. Oh, wow. Which is really pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but my house, I keep the camera on. Sometimes I'll be watching it, and the orbs will be flying down from the ceiling at me. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do you, like, have these things? Because I know you posted that one video, um, yeah. which was great, to yeah. see it, to see the orb and how it went really fast. I think it was underneath the door is what I remember. Yeah. yeah. And it was, there was a few times that happened when we used to hear a door slam all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, there's a, a conference room where we make our arrangements with the families. That door would always slam. Wow. And it's very hard for it to slam going in because there's no wind. <laughs> sure. It slam all the time and we always wonder and there's no camera right there. Yeah. So, yeah, we were there, and we heard it slam, and we just kept waiting, and it always slammed, and then we saw that bit of footage, yeah. and we said, well, that must be why it's doing it. Okay. So, it's like you have the same ghost that just kind of hangs around? 
There's Pretty some, much. yeah, there's something, there was, there was something there that okay. doesn't happen anymore. Okay. It's almost like, you know, it had its, the, whatever spirit or whatever presence was there, maybe it burnt itself out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That spirit was trying to leave that, that life. Yeah. yeah. And it left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. What's your first paranormal experience? Do you have one? (laughs) Um, Probably as a kid, and this is before I broke into the business, um, I was terrified of caskets and bodies and just the thought of um, death. And my grandmother had a lot of stories. She was uh, Irish and Polish, and she talked about this women. Now, you might have heard the, the, the movie called The Lady in Black. I've heard that. Yeah. There, there was a woman who, when my great-grandmother was sick, would come to the house every day and bring food and whatever. And my grandmother was nursing her. And one day, the doorbell rang. And we went to the door to answer the door. And they said, oh, it must be so-and-so coming to pay their respects. Dover rang and there was no one there. Wow. And it's, there was no footprints in the snow, but there was a thing of food. Oh, wow. <laughs> and there was just snowfalls, so there was nothing anywhere. And wow. then a day later, my, gra- my great-grandmother passed away. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, so um, there, was, there, there was a lot of things that shaped my, uh, younger, my younger years and really freaked me out about death. So... When I go back and I look at how at all possibly I could feel comfortable with what I do now, how it, it took its shape, I, I don't know. There's no reasonable explanation how I felt comfortable about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like that's everybody. You yeah. Know, people who don't really experience it don't believe it in most cases. Um, you know, I haven't experienced it, but I absolutely believe that it exists for sure. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know they have as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grandfather, when he passed away, it was 1990, and I was so terrified back then that I didn't want to be a pallbearer. Oh, really? Just, I, I couldn't yeah. be close to a casket. That's how terrified I was. In 1990, I was, uh, just, I don't know, 20. Okay. So, you so I still had to shake in that phobia at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't know what terrified you of it? It was just something that happened in your childhood, but you can't remember? Caskets. Okay. I will tell you, I'll give you an assignment to um, rent or pick up a movie called Burnt Offerings. Okay. Possibly the scariest movie you'll ever see to understand why I didn't like caskets or hearses. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I've never so, heard of that. It sounds like a challenge for me to watch. Yeah. <laughs> and understand that when I was a kid, this is a movie I saw. It's like 1973. Oliver Reed and Betty Davis is in it. And uh, it's, it will freak you out. Okay. I'll have to, like, it's even more scary. So, like, Poltergeist scared the crap out of me it's when not, I was a kid. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just... Uh, even now, thinking about it, I get goosebumps. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, now I'm curious. I'm yeah. going to see that. I'm like... For me to be scared and, you know, without giving too much of it away, there was, there was this, there's a scene where, you know, there's a, something happening in a closet and you just hear banging. 
and the guy comes out of a closet with a casket. Okay. And it's, it ruined me for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, that's and what... You see, after you see it, this thing goes on, and I'll tell you guys personally what happened to me to freak me out. It's a dumb, mm-hmm. funny story, but that correlated with something else, and I, I don't want to ruin it by telling how it ended, but that was the main thing, but... Yeah. I would like to hear now on your end what what scared you or your story. Nikki, you want to go ahead? <laughs> uh, I mean, I've, I've seen stuff ever since I was a kid, so it's not like anything like particularly that scared scared me. I just kind of always saw like you know stuff on the sides, the shadow people and stuff didn't really bother me. But um, and then I kind of grew up on horror films, so I was kind of desensitized to it anyway. Because I grew up watching things like Poltergeist, Pumpkinhead, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, Chucky, you know, so scary movies never really scared, scared me. For me, what makes me actually scared is more the actual, actual, like, biblical demonist type stuff. Like, I can watch horror films all day long. When you start getting into, like, actual spiritual type stuff, that's when it starts getting Mm -hmm. a little creepy. Like The Conjuring 2? Kind of like that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah. The movie itself didn't scare me, but, like, the actual story behind it. Yeah. Like with all, is what is scary, because um, like for instance, like I've I've seen stuff off and on my entire life. It's just I don't know if it's because I'm an empath or what, but it's just it has happened ever since I was a kid. But um, I guess one of the stories I can tell is uh, which this is not a scary one. It's more of a heartwarming one. Is that uh, when I was a young kid, I do remember waking up in the middle of the night, and there was a lady in my doorway of my room that um, had like quarter type clothes on. I was like Victorian-esque, you know, late um, 1800, early 1900 type of clothing that was kind of like on that verge of, you know, the Victorian getting into like more of like the more modern type clothing of that time. And I just remember her, you know, being freaked out for like a second, but then her telling me, it's okay, you're going to be all right. I'm just watching you go back to sleep. So I went back to sleep, and then years later in my 20s, whenever I was going through some old family photo albums, I saw the exact same woman in a picture. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> That's freaky. That's yeah. So that spooked you a little bit. Yeah. I want to say spooked interest. Kind of like, you know, that's kind of cool. But, and of course, you know, I was a bit of a naughty kid as well, too. So when you're talking about your casket story, it reminded me, remind me of when I was in camp. I was not the, I was a little bit of a naughty kid at some points, but I uh, met a whole bunch of people. I remember we decided to go play Midnight Graveyard, um, which, you know, it's kind of like midnight tag type of deal. So we were out playing around these graveyards and running, I actually fell into an open grave. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and then it, was, it was one that they were getting very prepared for to put someone in the next morning. And unfortunately it actually, actually rained that night too. So, trying to get out was a bit of, you know, you're six feet down and I'm like, you know, 11, 12. Um, so, trying to get back out was a bit of a, um, a fun thing to do. I had, they ended up having to get a rope. Oh. <laughs> they to get me back out. So, I can imagine how that would make somebody scared as far as, like, oh, coffins yeah. and stuff. But luckily, when I fell in, there was no coffin yet. Uh, that's good. <laughs> no yeah. dead body involved. Good gracious. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be freaky. That's a whole a whole different kind of terror. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's so true. 
Yeah. I know Katie doesn't have any. I could tell one. I've already told this story, but I can tell it again if you want me to. You tell my bedroom? Yeah. Yeah, you can tell it So, um, for people who don't listen to every episode, <laughs> like they're out there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, so this happened to me, um, I don't know how old I was, 10, 11, 12, something around that time or something. Um, but I was sleeping in my bedroom and I woke up and... Um, I think like I told Katie, like the kind of preface the story, I had bookshelves lined up on the wall and I collected keychains. So I had them all like on like push pins, like on the bookshelf, you know, like all lined up. And, um, I also always slept with the fan on. Like it was just like, that's what you do in the South, you know, <laughs> usually sleep, even the dead of winter. I can't remember, but the fan was on, you know? And, um, so I woke up and in the corner, like, I did not see his face, but I saw his back. Um, there was a man standing in the corner. I can completely picture what he was wearing. It was like a, a white billowy shirt, kind of like black slacks, you know. And he had kind of like ruffled black hair. And he was taking his finger and running it across my keychains, like back and forth. He just kept doing that. And I was just remember I just was like paralyzed with fear, like staring. Like, am I seeing this? Is, my, is this really happening, you know? And, um, I had one of those, um, lamps that you just hit and it like turns on or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like I hit it really fast, you know, cause I was like scared, came on and the guy was gone, but all my keychains were swinging like this back and forth. And I remember jumping out of bed. I ran to my mom's room and my mom's dead asleep. And she's also someone you don't wake up <laughs> when she's asleep. She gets very, very angry. And I was like, mom, there's a man in my room. And she was like, there's no man in your room. I'm like, I swear there's a man in my room. You know, like I did not want to go back in there. I was so terrified, you know, and she was just like, and then there's nobody in there or whatever. And I can't remember the rest, but that was like, that was like the most vivid story I have. I have different little things that have happened, but that's like the most, like I can still picture it yeah. today. And you know, and I don't know, like, like I said, it. It could have been my mind, but those keychains were swinging, legitimately swinging back and forth, you know. And I did not do that, so it's just—it's crazy. The easiest thing for your mind to create something that makes the most sense. Yeah. You know, you've seen it before with the fan, wind, and yeah. the sound. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's not beyond happening. Yeah. You know, that, that would freak me out. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's not like, it's, it's not something that's going to hurt you, but still, it's, it's uh, you know, something that there's no rational reason for it. Exactly. You don't understand yeah. it. We so can't yeah. wrap our heads around it and, you know, <laughs> that's, that's hard. Yeah. And I don't, I don't say, I don't make these uh, statements without saying that I wouldn't be terrified. It's just deep in my head already, I've decided that. Um, and this is what people it's funny I talk to a lot of people I try to explain that once someone is dead once the blood has come out of them once their brain stops functioning they, they are of no harm mm -hmm. but there is to me in my beliefs there is a spirit and that spirit could have some type of unrest and have a reason why it can't go where it's supposed to go. So what right. we do in the in the embalming room and the adjoining rooms is leave night lights on. So in case that spirit is having a problem finding its way out, it follows a night light. Okay. Now my friend's mom was very religious and she I mean she is very religious. She's done that forever. 
Mm-hmm. And it just got me to now I have them in my house. Mm-hmm. So in case somehow or another there's a spirit here, there's a spirit where I live, it's very old. In case it's the same thing, it's just it's it's a kindness you offer yeah. to the spirit. Because if the last thing you're gonna do, if the last kind act you're gonna do for the day, even if it doesn't involve real people, maybe you can help that spirit reach its destination. Yeah. So one day I was vacuuming. This is in the summer. I used to take care of, I, and I still do. Like I took care of my boss's house when he went away. And I had to come into the funeral home and vacuum. And one day it got tremendously cold. And I still have the picture of this. I have to find it. Right? And I looked a little poodle that was with me. His dog came with me. And I heard him just growling and barking and screaming. And I looked over to my left and I saw something that was about eight foot tall. And it was dressed in like a priest robe. And the dog was barking. The next thing I turned over and looked at it and it was gone. Wow. And it stuck in my head now that if I had to have like a police sketch artist draw it, I could probably do it from memory. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, and we also had a, a funeral going on where I came out of the back room and I saw a lady dressed all in pink. With her hands were so bony and knotty that she was just sitting there like this on a chair staring forward. And next thing I looked over, she was gone. Wow. And it's just, I see these things all the time. Yeah. And I think I was meant to see them because I, I believe, mm-hmm. and, and I have a, um, that I believe in the in the good part of it. I'm not scared of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we had lamps break in the bathrooms, just drop. And there's been nothing wrong with them. So, you know. I, I, I'm not going to look at it in a scared sense. Yeah, yeah. They are supernatural because there's really no explanation for them. But um, in, in the business that that is, is you're constantly around death. Anything that's coming in the door, the main goal is to deal. It deals with death. A casket, even a supply of crosses. Yeah, yeah. some kind of death connotation. Mm-hmm. So. Who knows? That's right. That's you right. Know? Yeah. I mean, the good thing is you haven't experienced anything bad. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, hopefully that never happens. But I couldn't imagine experiencing, like, a poltergeist or, <laughs> like, a conjuring. Yeah. Conjuring. conjuring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that sort of thing. Well, yeah. you know where I'm from. Like I said, mm-hmm. I, that one agreement I always make is I don't talk about this particular place. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, you know, over the last few years, we've had some very vicious murders, mm-hmm. and we had them. Okay. And we noticed that after these murders, those type of ha- those type of happenings got a little more not violent, but they were breaking the chandeliers and okay. things like that. So we had a priest come in and cleanse it. Okay. And ever since then, a lot of things stopped happening. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've had uh, we've come in. We found the pamphlets that are on the wall, all over the place. The embalming room. All the cabinets were open, and all the towels and things were all over the place. Oh my god! So silly things. Yeah. But not so. And the family that I mean, if you look in the papers, knowing where I live, you can see some of the things we've covered. But the the, the deaths were extremely ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after they did that, those type of really, um, I don't know, harder hauntings, if you want to call it that, 
they kind of stopped. So there was something there that wasn't that good. Yeah. But, but not to the follows a bad act. Yeah. 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 Well, y'all took the initiative and got a priest in there to take care of it, probably before it would ever have gotten to that point. Because my friend's mom. Yeah. 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 She said, you know, we, we can't have this. And, you know, then, then we all worry that, you know, it, it's going to follow us home. But if I wake up in the middle of the night and there's some big black robe, whatever, yeah. it, unless it envelops me and makes me disappear, <laughs> there's cameras in my house. So Mm-hmm. And um, that's, you know, 
around here. Like I think my house, I forget when it was built, but it's old, it's small, and I, I don't think, I think any any spirit that broke into here would just be bored to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Netflix and all the sitting around I do doing nothing. Um, That's funny. There's a psychic, her name is Arlene. One of her family members was buried at the funeral home. And one of my best, 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 best friends, he died of cancer in 2002. Oh. And um, I, I believed her, but I didn't want to give her the give her the vibe that I didn't. So I said to her, I said, do me a favor. I said, I believe you. I just want you to, to, to do what you do and tell me something. And she knew I was a Libra without yeah. any... And then she says, your, John, your, your friend John Rotuno says he's okay. Aww. And meanwhile, at that point, he had already been dead. Uh, he died in 2002. So he had already been dead 16 years. Wow. And she oh, wow. knew his name. Wow. John Rotuno wants you to know he says hello. So I still have her card, and <laughs> we still call on her every now and then to... Talk to her. I'd like to talk to her in the future now and see what else she has to say. But that Sorry. was something that really made me believe. Yeah. And my my cat, wherever he is, it's a she, but she's named John Rotuno after my friend. Oh, sweet. <laughs> she's all confused. <laughs> that says, uh, is, this, "Is this John Rotuno? No, he's such a lovely cat." I love it. It's a she. <laughs> I wish I had better, better things, but for the gist of it, that's uh, how the the paranormal goes in my life. I mean, um, there's other things when I was a kid, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know how, you know, there was Aunt Dot who used to live in the um, attic of where my grandparents lived, and after she passed, they heard all kinds of noises there, and, you know, so, but as a kid, then I was terrified of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think as a kid, I think any kid is terrifying. Creepy old lady. Yeah. Creepy old lady. She scared me regardless. That reminds me of my grandmother. Not my great-grandmother. My mom's grandmother. Like, she lived in a nursing home. And, you know, it's like one of those nursing homes that she has her own little house type Mm -hmm. of apartment thing. And I remember going to visit her. And she was like, this is like crazy because I remember after this happened I told my mom never want to I never want to go over there again but she was just like I want to show y'all what I'm going to be buried in and she like went to the closet and like pulled out this dress that she was going to be buried in you know and I was just like it freaked me out you know I was like young I, I don't know how old I was six, six or seven you know yeah and I was just like oh, I don't want to see what you're going to be buried in I don't want to <laughs> think about that you know and she was like super like excited about it you know and it just made me so it just freaked me out like she was just like yeah i'm gonna be buried in this i'm gonna be you know my plot i'm gonna be buried here and i don't know it just really it just really freaked me out you know? yeah. <laughs> so it's like i don't ever i don't want to talk to her again you know? <laughs> yeah so. it's so funny the way, the way the business is is you know we, we do pre-arrangements for people they they pick they yeah. pick you know all their stuff out ahead of time their their grave, their casket. They pick out what what readings are going to be done in the church. Wow, yeah. You know, they pick out all that stuff. And to me, I mean, that that's just part of it. But still, can you imagine? I can't imagine. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to think about it, you know? (laughs) I want to be buried in leggings and a t-shirt. Okay. (laughs) I'm actually... Okay, me too. I want to be, like, this is how I live every day. I work out pants or shorts and a shirt like this. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I actually already start thinking of my actual playlist, and I still say I want a conga line. I do. I want to talk a line with everybody. Go into my gravesite. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there are funeral homes that will entertain like a dunk tank. That would be awesome. Oh, what? <laughs> you know, you should. This is me, though. This is, yeah. <laughs> it's like a celebration of life. It's better yeah. than gathering people and just like sobbing together. Right. So, yeah. I want yeah. a party. I don't want sobbing. Yeah. 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 yeah don't, I don't. I don't. I wish. More people looked at it as a celebration, but of course, you can't yeah. tell yeah. people how to, how to look. We have a lot of families who come in and say, yeah, this is a celebration. We don't want you guys wearing suits with ties. We don't want you in the room, like, taking care of us. We just want to be here. We understand this is what it is. She was going to pass. She was sick. She was in pain. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's there's... Italian families, certain Italian families, really just want to go in, and they just want quiet. Okay. Just want to sit and observe. Yeah. You know, there's certain very Sicilian families that that like that. Okay. Yeah. Myself, all my uh, everything that I have, I have a living will. Um, if anything happens to me, the the people I work for, since I've known them my whole life, they basically, they're. I, I just want to be cremated because the. The whole thing is just—it's too much pomp and circumstance for me. I don't want yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't understand. Want people yeah, come air seeing a false mic. I, I wear a suit every time. Do I want to wear a suit when I'm not at work? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, I want them pushing me upstairs at a church and everybody coming by, and I don't want trouble. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I am trying to be funny in a way, but you know, it's just—it's such a hassle. It is. I don't want yeah. Coming in feeling bad. You know, you pass, you pass. There's if you treated somebody well while they were alive, mm-hmm. you have no reason to cry over them while they they're dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, you work with all the behind the scenes, so you know exactly kind of how it goes, like yeah. from from top to bottom, from the death on. Yeah. So, so yeah. You know, just just be good while you're living. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, I say to you, get burnt offerings, and if you need me to, I can find it and send it to you from YouTube or whatever, but it will freak you out. Okay, <laughs> I accept the challenge. Honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, like I said, it, it really, uh, there was another, I don't know how, I don't want to kill you on time. No, oh, you're fine. fine. Yeah. No, we're uh, fine. My mother used to have a picture that was painted of herself, and I could have sworn the eyes were following me. Oh. Uh. So no matter where I went in this house, I was being watched. And her picture, like it, it scared me. I was scared of my mom's pick. Yeah, keep her on. I went. I was like, they followed me everywhere, and uh, it was just that was growing up too. So you know, there was a lot of things growing up that before I became exposed to it that I was really, really nervous about. Yeah. Well, generally, yeah, generally youth is what sets you up for how it's going to be. You know, even if you can't remember what freaked you out. Yeah. Something obviously does or did. So. Shaped you. Yeah. Absolutely. Claustrophobic. 
in a, in a like if you watch a movie like the uh, what, what's that movie where the girls go down in the cave? Descended or something like yeah. that. Oh yeah. my gosh, that movie is so freaking. <laughs> I see them go through those little holes mm-hmm. in the yeah. Patterns. But I bet you I could probably last an hour in a casket if you put me in it. Like oh. to, to dare me. Because <laughs> I know it's going to get open. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, so um, I don't know, but I think, the, I think the whole subject is a good one. And I think. That everybody, everybody should, you know, if it's everybody should get a chance to take a tour through a funeral home, mm-hmm. yeah. even if it's not to see what's going on back there, just to take a tour through and see the things and to see the what they have and how they do things. Yeah, just yeah. if they have any preconceived notions of why that building might be scary. Why it's really not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because it turned me into a, a believer and then working there every single day of my life. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's a good job to have. It's very respected, even if it's not said. We need that. Yeah, we need funeral homes, and we need people like you and all the people you work for to do it. Yeah, there's good people I work for. Everybody, everybody I'm involved in the, the police. Um, that we deal with are fantastic. That's good. You know, when I had a death call a few weeks ago, and there was the 911 call went out because the lady had fallen off her bed, and she was going to pass anyway. But the state police responded because there was no one else in the area. Okay. And he got there, and he insisted on staying to help us. Okay. And he waited till we left, and then we made a phone call to the state police and said thank you to him. Yeah. And, you know, we don't get that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Were looking to videotape us and get us in trouble. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. so, no, 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 we do that for all the guys that help us. And we write a note because between state police, first responders, and, you know, um, different type of entities in Branchburg, uh, please, that, that one, just take out Branchburg for me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you will. You know, just in that area, just uh, everybody respects the police and the things they do. Yeah, you know, and we do especially. You can't you can't do these things without the police. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. They escort you to the cemetery. They make sure traffic's cleared. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, they all it all works hand in hand, and they they really treat us well. They they'll cut you a break. Yeah, you know, it's the fact that you they you know they know who you are. So yeah. that's good. Yeah, it's good to work with good people and have good people around you. Yeah, yeah. It, it helps. It helps. Everybody helps out each other. That's good. Yeah, you need that at work. Yeah, and what's sure. funny is a lot of those guys I talk to, especially on the calls, some of them who see a lot or they don't see a lot based on where they are, and what towns, they'll say, "I don't know how you can do this." Yeah. Meaning, go pick someone up and put them on a stretcher when they've passed. When meanwhile they're shoot, they have to shoot a gun or they have to see blood. They'll say that to me. They said it the last time. Yeah. I don't know how you can do this. And I said, officer, I said, with all due respect, how can you do what you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, he's working where he's working. There's not a lot of action there. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. That's awesome. I think uh, the, 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 the scary part of it or the, the part that comes with supernatural, I think that, that was the gist of what I've experienced. 
of most and, of it. Uh, like I said, what started all was that movie. I'm yeah. One thing, so. one thing you said that actually freaks me out the most and why I don't do like tours and stuff like that. Like I won't go into graveyards unless I have to or because I'm always scared that something's going to follow me home. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. There's one thing you never do. And uh, families that spend lots of money on flowers, um, I think it's silly. Mm -hmm. It's nice to have flowers there. But some families, you know, they, they want to take home the vases and things like that uh, out of respect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> out of respect. And uh, we have a lady who comes and takes them and breaks them apart and uses for uh, disabled veterans and children. And they use them to do art with. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But should never take that stuff home. Yeah. That's inviting something into your home. Yeah. Okay. She's correct. She's, she's shaking her head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's right. Yeah. <laughs> Once, and the, the mother of my friend said, never. Yeah. Never do that. Okay. So you're 100% right. Yeah. That, that's what scares me the most. Like, Cemeteries, not as much to me, but I, I see your point. Okay. And the funeral part, too, you know, it's, it's supposed to be a place of respect. Well, I, like I said, if there's some things flying around you see going underneath the door like I showed you, you know, that's uh, that's too, in your mind, that's your decision to make. I yeah. understand that part also. Yeah. yeah. Now, can you see orbs with your naked eye? Mm -hmm. You can? Yes. Okay. All right. So I wasn't aware of that. Um, I've only seen them in a, you know, with like a, it's a, a light. Uh, not really infrared, uh -huh. but it's a light that's a special kind of light turned off, and then it, you know, it sure. is infrared, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Just because most of the stuff I've ever seen that has orbs in it are cameras, or yeah. it's been recorded by something, or the infrared is yeah. what I've seen as well. What I'll do is this week I'll, I'll record like an hour in my room of it just shooting at the ceiling, and I'll see if I can find anything interesting. I'll keep a copy of it. Yeah, okay. that would be yeah. great. You need to put those up because people would love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. This week because normally I just I go to the end of the tape and I just erase the footage and start all over again. Oh, so <laughs> you're used to it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I only I only look when I every now and then I check in just to see what's going on here. And if I'm not here, there's nothing. But yeah. Just like see if there's anything knocked over, the cats did something, or my front door's pushed in. You know what I mean? So. I don't have any old, like, you know, I, I won't say too much, obviously. Yeah. Well, Although 58 people in my house. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that never happens, to be yeah. honest. Check my footage all the time. <laughs> That's good. That is good. That is good. That's good. Yeah. Well, Mike, we appreciate you doing this with us. We really yeah. do. And we appreciate oh, you, Nikki. You're my yeah. favorite people. I told you, I, you know, I enjoy it so much. You guys are so personable and down to earth. I always enjoy seeing your stories and you guys checking in on mine. Thank so, you. Thank you. Thank you. Know, and you guys always ask and give me my option to do it whenever. So uh, it's a pleasure all the time. I love you guys. You guys are fantastic. Well, we love thank you. you. We appreciate all the support you've given us. And thank well. you for sitting in on the. <laughs> the project also today. I appreciate it. Uh, no you know, problem. It's always fun to get a chance to interact with different people also. So. Yeah, yeah. But you always have cool stories, and Nikki does too. She has cool stories as well. Yeah. So, but we really appreciate it very much. Yes. 
And I'm sure, like I said, and after you watch the movie, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. Take some notes on it, and we'll we'll talk we'll talk movies one day. Okay, okay, Sounds that'd good. be good. Yeah, yeah. Well, world. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. There's certain things I can't talk because you know, I, I, there's there's other things I can talk, but if you guys, you know, we I can't be on here. I'll bore people to death, but horror movies, uh, you know, music. Yeah. Next time in months or whatever you want to do something again, just uh, think of something fun. That'd be great. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. For us to sure. be able to see the burn offering. I don't stop Gavin, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, we should watch the burn offering and then come back and invite Nikki back and we'll talk about horror movies. Yeah. Because she likes horror movies yeah. too. So. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll make my notes of the certain spots in it and then, uh, you know, you can tell me if you guys weren't just freaked out. Okay. Yeah. And see if you could pick out the one or two spots that just seriously had me go running. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I know. <laughs> for me, I'm like, great. Let's go for it. It's a challenge for me. I'm like, let's check it out. Thank you, Mike and Nikki, for joining us today um, on our paranormal exploration. <laughs> Um, and if you could just um, check out our Patreon page, we're going to have a lot of, um, you know, personal videos that Katie and I are going to put up, um, get to learn a little bit more about us that we're not going to um, explore on the podcast. So don't forget to sign up for that and, you know, check us out on all the social media apps, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and um, don't forget to check us out on all the podcast apps. And if you could rate us and review us, it would be great. And any comments you want to leave us, um, constructive criticism, Topics for the future, anything, just, you know, let us know. We're here. We want to know everything. That's right. (laughs) That's right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and until next time.